is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one to many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. Hey guys, so on today's call, I've got Jamie Town, and on the screen now you can see a couple of um, excerpts. So Jamie's been inside the inner circle now for, how long is it Jamie, four or five months? Yeah, four or five months now, Andy. Yep. Four, four or five months. So the reason why Jamie's here is, as you can see on the screen, he's focused on the, on the tent marketplace, and I'll give you a couple of seconds to read this, but two things stand out. Um, the first thing is this, he's applied some of the, the one-to-many strategies, and Essentially, he's doing big things pretty quickly. But as you see, if you come down to, to the bottom, he's actually placed a huge amount very, very quickly. He placed over 40 temp perm candidates in a week. And how he's done this is, is pretty cool, bringing together a couple of strategies. But Jamie's on the call because, A, he's moving quickly. Um, B, he's taking just a couple of strategies and replicating them. And C, this stuff works in the, in the temp market as well as the perm market. So, so with that said, Jamie, I thought what we'd do is, um, is we just spend... Know, 20 minutes or so, just chatting through what you know what you've done, you know what, where you've been. Sure. So uh, really, your story. So you can't see it at the moment, Jamie. But what I've got on my screen is is my iPad. So you know how much I love frameworks. So what I'm going to do as we yeah. go through is I'm going to be I'm going to be drawing out what you, what you're sharing with us. So so first off, Jamie, how about you just um, take us through who you are, a bit of background about yourself. Sure. Well, uh, I, I was pretty late into recruitment, so I'd, I'd I had a business previous to that. Uh, in the mid-2000s, I had outbound call centers when the mobile phone industry really took off when uh, camera phones started, and business was great, uh, quickly grew. Uh, and in the, by the end of 2007, 2008, the legislation in terms, in terms of using distance sales for, for mobile phones, so we literally had a, a, a slow exit from that business and I and I took two or three years out, you know, didn't do anything really, realistically, just lived uh, a nice life. Uh, fast forward to kind of 2011, I was approached by uh, a gentleman who used to be my accountant uh, for my first company and he he's an accountant, sort of corporate financer, so he restructures business which, which are, are, are struggling. He had a recruitment agency uh, over in uh, Sunny Barnsley, which was, it had problems, it had issues. He said, Jamie, can you do me a favor? Can you go and have a look at this company? That was me, off I went. So I had a look at this company, told him it was a bit of a mess and needed a lot of work doing. And, and that was the start of Clarico back in December 2012. And over the last five years, through uh, our own growth in terms of traditional sales and uh, two or three acquisitions, the business has grown from probably a million turnover in its first year to probably this year we probably do between eight and ten million so it's had good growth but within that uh, we've never really realized profits through our acquisitions it's been a very painful growth yeah uh, because we've literally had to fight fires through that period you know you bring new people into the business who kind of don't believe in what your, your kind of way of doing things and it's 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 just been a struggle that's that's where we got to kind of the beginning of this year is that we've, we've grown uh, at a really good rate but we weren't realizing profits so of course as a business owner that can be quite frustrating yeah 
the tech market is difficult. It's it's a difficult industry to be in. So I, I suppose at the beginning of this year, I was kind of looking for other things to do with the business. Got it. So, so when we um, if we backtrack to to when we sort of got together, just before we got together, so yep. uh, maybe a month before, um, what was going on in your in your world then? What were sort of the, the three key three key challenges, pain points, or the three key things you were looking for at that time? You know, what why what was going on that made you you know come to us? Well, I I I'd done a relaunch uh, in effect in terms of setting out the objectives of the business for this year. Uh, in terms of how we wanted to recruit, placed a lot of emphasis on uh, how we better interacted with candidates because I could see that the market shifting. You know, the the the, the methodology applied to permanent recruitment in terms of valuing the candidate was often lo- is often lost on on temporary and contract recruitment because it's the the scene of the scene is expendable. You know, it's an unlimited resource. And with obviously the impact of Brexit and, and declining numbers of workers, I, I, I knew that we had to do more to kind of keep our, our temporary workers and our contract workers engaged and with us because the cost of recruits getting higher. It's more expensive. Advertising is going up. You know, it's more competitive. So you're better to recruit once than recruit twice, three times, four times for your role. So I was looking. I, was, I, was, I knew that I had to change. So I started doing uh, quite a lot of, I don't know, call it research or just, you know, out of work work. So I, I'd take the dog for a walk and I was listening to some of your podcasts, the uh, Recruitment Employment Confederation, sorry for plugging them on here, Andy, but <laughs> they, they, they were doing something called a Scale Up Live uh, 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 project over, over a period of time where they got kind of some of the, the UK's recruitment leaders to do kind of one hour kind of talks and kind of to see where they thought the industry was going to go. So you, you take all that information on board and then I suppose you start to formulate and think, right, you know, we can't just keep doing the same as everybody else. You know, we're not going to survive. You know, for, for, for an agency like, like ours, we're always at the risk of getting gobbled up by one of the big players, yeah. one, of the, one of the big high street brands. You know, they, they will see us and think, oh, well, they've got, they've got a good business in that area. Let's just go and buy them up. And the reality is I, at the time I was uh, – just a third shareholder in the business, so I thought I need to do something to protect us as a business and just change the way the way we, uh, we the way we do things. Got it. So at that time, then there was a case of um, with the onset of Brexit and the, the competitive nature of your industry, then particularly yep. where you, where you are, um, there was a need to change. Hence, yes. so so when you when you had that that need to make that change, what what was what was going on? What's the um, I know when you and I spoke. Um, previously, there were there are a few key drivers that made you think this is what I need to change. This is why I need to change. So, you know, one of the things I remember you saying you were doing was driving up and down, you know, the, the country, kind of yeah. killing yourself. Yeah, we had the our, our network of branches. We had we have two in the north of England, well, three in the north of England, and we had three, we have three down south. And I'm based up north in uh, in, in Wigan. So I was regularly doing the drive down the M6, which you know, I, I know you have listeners overseas, but the M6 at the best of times is not the best motorway <laughs> in England. And I, I was my day would be leaving the house at kind of half past four in the morning, three or four hours of driving to get through Birmingham, down south to maybe Swindon or Bristol, three or four hours worth of you know meetings with clients or with consultants, back up in the car. You know, on the way back, it's always worse coming back for some reason, four or five hours. So you're talking... 16 hours days, eight of those in a car, 
and not really achieving anything because you you know and I, I, I mentioned this in a previous call is that if you're only having a you're effect working part time because you're sat in a car traveling down there uh, and yes you can take calls in the cars yes you can go and spend time one to one because I believe that one to one is always the best way of doing business we can have all these strategies but the reality is to get in front of someone have a face to face conversation or with a member of staff or with you know is is the best way to do things and. The, the the biggest frustration for me is that every time I went down there, realistically, you're doing firefighting. You know, what problems do you have? You know, not enough this, not enough clients, not enough candidates. You know, try this, not working. So you give your consultants your ideas. You'll tell, you'll you'll redefine the service with clients. But by the time you then drive back up, you then go to another site. That message is lost because, you know, shit happens, doesn't it? Things yeah. change. You know, another problem arises. And then it's maybe another week or two before you get back down in front of that person, that client again. And I just felt down, and I mentioned this before, is that I'd been kind of, I'd, I, as a business owner, been diluted so much that I was having no impact in the organization whatsoever, nothing at all. Uh, and the, the days, the months, the weeks were drifting by. Now, when, when you can see you're having steady growth, that looks okay, but I, I knew we could do more. I knew there was something more to this. I knew that we could be more profitable. We could be a better place for our consultants to work. We could be a better place for people to come and work for us in terms of our clients. So I think I sat down and I said to myself, I, I don't think all, all three key components for me are not working in that my probably staff are not happy because they're not getting the support that they want. Our, our temporary workers are probably not as happy as contractors are, are not as happy as that they could be because we're probably not making sure that the, the environment they're going to work in is as good as it could be. And number three, as, as, a, as a shareholder, I suppose, is that I'm not happy because I'm not getting enough profits so I'm not getting enough time. So really, all, all three of our kind of cornerstones were not as they should be. Got it. So really, Em, we've got, just so you know, I'm, I'm taking down what you're saying in note form as, you sure. sh as you're sharing this. So so what I've got then, really, at the time there was uh, an eve by you had relaunched, um, and we know there's economy constraints like Brexit, et cetera, et cetera. But in terms of you personally then, this one-to-one -one time of traveling up and down the, the M6, yeah, been there, done that. Um, yeah. that so that was diluting your, your, your day. So really, what I picked up from that is your role as a business owner, something you know we push so hard. You know, you really, mm. you're, you're not a recruiter, you're a business owner. And that's yep. what allows you to scale. So that had been diluted. Secondly, the fact that you're firefighting every day and in this survival mode, it's impacting your profits because you're not working strategically. Yeah. And then you've referenced the three, the three pillars in terms of staff, yourself, and actually the contractors. All three of those actual yep. relationships and performance indicators are not to the extent they should be, which goes back yep. to the, your role in the business. Okay, so, so there's a bit going on before you came to us. So um, yeah. let, let's, let's do this then. Um, take us through, because I say, when I went back, to, if I go back to this, you know, the screenshot showing just two of your posts inside our group. Uh, you know, 40 temp um, perm candidates in a week, and you're using a couple of inbound strategies, and you've niched them yeah. together, which is great. Just take us through, if you could, maybe just pick out, you know, the maybe the th three big, you know, three parts of this. I know there's hundreds of different things we do and strategies, but maybe the three, the three, sure. the call that made a big difference to you so far, Jamie. Well, well, I think what would be helpful for people is that when when I came to first join with you, Andy, I was going to push through perm recruitment and use all the strategies that you do. And that's what we started off doing. We actually have that model set up, ready to go in terms of there's a website built for a perm division of our business. Uh, and, and there is a data set built for that. But I quickly realized that there's, uh, there's 
a lot of what I was seeing could be kind of reverse engineered into the temporary and contract business. Yeah. There's a lot of the strategies that, that could be used which could, you know, add value and make us more efficient. So if we could be more efficient at recruiters and have more time to recruit, then we can increase our numbers of temporary workers and contracts we've got out there. So uh, in terms of the three systems that we quickly used was that we uh, we adopted the VA to start adding the VA to start data set building so that when we were ready, we've had, we'd have this ready-made desk to drop someone onto. You know, LinkedIn will be built. The clients and candidates would be all sat there. So someone could literally start from day one with a, I would say, a warm desk. You know, it was all there. It's just, it just, it's just a case of, you know, off you go and go and run with that. Yep. So number one for us was, you know, adding that value of data. Uh, the second was the, the use of acuity, uh, the online scheduling. So, you know, for us, what we do in the past is the application would come in. Uh, consultants would then start processing those applications. And what you're finding is that you're calling people that, I'll say ghost, they're not ghosts because they're in work or, or, you know, they're not available at that time. But, you know, consultants are making 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 calls a day and speaking to maybe 10 people. I yeah. don't know. You don't know the numbers. But hence, the you know, suffice it to say they're not speaking to enough people. So the fact that we very quickly what we did is we, we used the uh, acuity linked into so all the job boards that we used, we would use their schedule in to uh, as an autoresponder so as soon as they applied it was a case of great we've got the application scheduling with one of our consultants to book you know a telephone interview or registration with us so um, immediately we were creating a funnel of, of candidates coming through of people that were all that were, were were there to speak to you know they weren't just you know in work or whatever they were arranging times when they could talk to us so we could have that engagement with people so you know it made us much more efficient recruiters and i think then the, the biggest one for us is that Again, because we're in temp and contract, we acquire a lot of data on a day-to-day basis. It's massive, the amount of inbound traffic that comes to us. And over a five-year period, we've built up, built up data, built up data, but it's never been used. You know, you get churn of consultants, so, you know, new, cons- new consultant comes in, they go and start building their own pool of candidates. And all these people who maybe they weren't good enough at the beginning or, you know, they let you down and they walked off on assignment, wherever it would be, they'd just been forgot. And the reality is that we all move on in our lives. So a candidate that you had five years ago was no good, could have like sorted their life out at this point and, you know, progressed in their career and be ready to be re-engaged with again. And we just weren't doing anything with that. So we immediately did a bit of testing with RRRR uh, in terms of testing the perm stuff, found out it worked, got some results, and then literally dragged a segment of our old database off for our template contractors loaded it into a double RRR campaign and just, you know, inundated our inboxes with people who had previously expressed an interest to work but had kind of gone cold, we forgot about them. We are all of a sudden have this real live data again that we could then convert into uh, into uh, placements. Awesome. So so there are three three core components. So what I've what I've spent out here, we've got data sets, VA, and yep. I've not heard that the way you phrase it but I guess that's exactly what the outcome is. You've created um, it's a ready-made desk. The phrase you used. So you, yeah. Um, so the the consultant comes and you say it's warm already set up. Um, yeah. Love that. So from the meeting, the inbound. So this is just for those guys who who are listening. So as opposed to say Jamie making 90 calls a day and getting through to 10, it's a case of uh, there's 40 40 guys booked into your calendar. Um, yep. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So they actually book into your calendar. And double R double R. So that that's both. Um, had traction in the perm and the temp side, is it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So if we look at what we've got going on then here, if we've got the, the data sets and you, we've got the data sets and we've got double R, double R. If we, if we have that up and running, which you've got, I guess that gives your, gives your guys a, a ready-made pipeline, doesn't it? And if we've yeah. got double R, double R running and it's converting and we've got the, the meetings happening every day, I guess that's giving your guys, the consultants sort of certainty, but also start enjoying the role again as opposed to making shitty calls. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the beauty is, is that, you know, uh, and I, I heard this mentioned on, on some of the sessions that you've done previously, it's about turning the tap on and off. And I thought, well, that would be kind of like the holy grail to get to that point. And, and it is true, uh, you know, to the point where we, I think our database is probably uh, on our template contrast has run about the 2025K. 20, we did a sample of 2,000 to 2,500, I think it was 2,500 in the end just in one branch and we we've not run another one since because we, we, we filled up that much from that first campaign of old data uh, and now the, the point we're at now is that all the inbound traffic if it doesn't convert in that first week it's immediately then dragged into double r double r to then keep chasing those people down so eventually we do get them to convert and again a consultant's not going to do that it's just running in the background so everyone's just got about the normal jobs dealing with the fresh inbound inquiries and all the stuff that converts while the old colder data is just getting farmed consistently love that love that so so with the data sets then and you're creating that quote warm desk and we've got the the inbound yeah. i guess what that gives you then if you've got this process that's something you can then replicate as you look to scale you can replicate that create a new desk new desk etc etc that is the, that is the strategy yeah it's the case of you know we, you know, I'm, I'm four or five months in, which seems like a long time, but be, because we're a large business, it, it does take much more time to get these things kind of implemented. So we're doing it in small segments of testing until we get to a point where we think, right, that's the finished model, put that down in a process, and then off we go and roll it out to the rest of the business. But the reality is now, yes, if we're going to make an acquisition of, of not of another business, but of a consultant, I, I would I could build the desk before I, before I got the consultant. You know, I could set, set the V onto a, a set a data set building, get that desk warmed up, and then literally drop someone in and have you know clients and candidates there sat waiting for someone to work with. And and then I guess at that point, then you've got true true measurables to measure that person against. It's, you know, they, if they fail, it's not because they've not got the right data, they're not making the call. It's because they're not a good consultant, rather than it's an external factor that's causing the problem. Yeah, so you've got that control, haven't you, in that case, as yep. opposed to being reactive. You can actually start to make predictable outcomes on, yep. put 2,000 leads through, would equate to, <coughs> excuse me, X amount of candidates, X amount of leads, yep. et cetera, et cetera, great. And um, just as you were talking, I missed this out when we first spoke at the beginning. Uh, one post you put inside the Facebook group was, when you applied one of the strategies, you added an extra 40K per week. That's, that, yep. that, yeah, that's right, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. I, um, so as you were speaking, I just thought my mind just went ping. Okay, awesome. So really, in, in summary then, out of these, if you could summarize the, the, the key outcome or outcomes maybe into, I don't know, four, four, well, four, four key outcomes that maybe the, the guys on the call, the business owners, you know, maybe not be a 10, 10 million yet, um, but there might be some of the call who are, who are doing 20, 30 million. But for you and your business now, what are the sort of the four, the four key outcomes that you would say have been the biggest benefits so far? Well, I think number one for me uh, is, I mean, we all, as a business owner, you should know that the value of your business is in the data that you're going to build and what you do with that data. But if you don't put process <coughs> in place to manage that big data that's coming through, then it's worthless and you, know, you, 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 end, up, you end up wasting that data. So it's, it's about how you manage that. So that was the key thing for us in, in terms of that 
you know, I, I see my business now more more like a factory. You know, the, the, there's a raw ingredients coming in there at the beginning, and then it goes through this kind of processing machine to put something out at the end. Um, and then is that I suppose that there is a different way to do these things, and is that I, I you know it's very easy as a as a business owner to think that you know best. I've worked with recruitment 10 years, I know it all. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. It changes and you need to accept that whatever you did last year wasn't good enough. It needs to be better than it was last year. So it's about opening your mind to different things. And, and I suppose being in an environment where ideas can be banded about, you know, as I said on our previous calls, Andy, you don't have all the answers, neither do I, but if you've got other people who are, who are, who are figuring this thing out together, it adds more value because in effect what you've got with the inner circle is you've got what, 60, 70, 80, 90 directors in recruitment who have all got ideas about what they can work in recruitment. So even if 10% that's good, if you take 10% from each idea and put that together, you've got something you can run with. That's, that's exactly it. Funny enough, when we're in, um, in London, hopefully Jamie comes to London next month. Um, I'll try. Yeah, do that. Um, in London, one of the things we did, we did a, um, got everyone in the room to do a 10-minute tactic, essentially just Last year, what they've done is added, I don't know, might be 100K, might be add 500K, but, but something they've yeah. done, either a legacy strategy, inner circle strategy, or a mixture of multiple strategies. And what came out of that was even more powerful than the new stuff we created. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was phenomenal. So I uh, absolutely agree with that. And as you know, we've got a pretty solid group of, um, of directors. So we've got, so the data for you then has been a, a key thing. So it's like, now like a factory. Yeah. Um, also now got the, you know, the, the new ideas and, and, and the proven models coming in. If, you, yeah. if there were two more outcomes that you, that we think, yeah, this is this has been this has been worth it so far, or this has given us some good solid ABC. What would the two more be? Well, it's the it's the fact that we're you know we're 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 actually developing a process to you know how much data we can kind of put into the system, and then what what our conversion will be to get out of there. So if we know we need to place a hundred contractors in a site, we know we're going to need to have three hundred, four hundred, five hundred applicants to push through. And then the, out of that will convert X number. Now, you know, we're we're only in the early stage of testing, but the, the you know, I, I mentioned on the uh, on the Inner Circle uh, Facebook page that we we took on a new contract. It, it's, it's big numbers. It's a massive site in terms of what it could be worth to us. And in that type of contract, that type of volume, you can very easily fail. You know, if you don't get your numbers there, and your your you know your client orders thirty, you deliver ten. You're only going to get away with that once or twice, and then bump second agencies in there, taking the work that you should have had. Yeah. So it's 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 being able to confidently predict that yes, we can meet that requirement. We can consistently meet that requirement because we have a model which will convert people, will bring people into the business. We can spend that much in advertising. We can do this, put that into the system. The consultants will only be speaking to and registering people who are actually available, rather than ones who are just selling a CV for the sake of it. Yeah, I've actually written that down. Actually. Um you can predict. So that's yep. exactly where we want to get. So each month we do a 30-day plan for the next 30 days. And as it's called a 30-day plan. But where we want you to yep. get is be able to actually predict what your metrics are going to be, i.e. X amount of leads in, and if it's linear, X amount of revenue for you in turn profit. Um, yes. So the process, if there's one final one, and I'm pushing you now, if there's one final yep. one, um, what would it be? Well, I think as part of this process, what it's done is it's allowed me to reevaluate the business. So rather, I'm we're cutting, cutting the fat. Is that a good good yep. way of saying it? Yep. We are cutting the fat right now, in that we're looking to do. Yeah, we're streamlining. We're looking to do more with less. So we 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 know that we can. We have a model which can bring in candidates. 
we have a model that can get us clients in terms of the data set building. Yes, there's still, you know, none of this takes away from the fact that you need still need to have someone that can engage with people. Yep. You know, you, there is no system in the world that's going to make you a lot of money without you being able to convert. You, you, there has to be someone there to drive the machine, but it means that we can, as a business, get those right people, reward them. You know, so we're looking to put bonus packages on there, which far outweigh any other industrial recruitment, recruitment consultant because we know we can handle more work as a business. We can, we can have more temporary workers. We have more contractors. They, they, our consultants can handle more contracts because the thing that takes up so much time is obviously this actual recruitment process. How do we find the candidates? How do we find the clients? If you can systemize that and give them all the candidates and you give them all the clients they need, then they can take more work. They can handle more work. I fully agree. It was yourself who said this, Jamie, about um, you know, the vision is. I know you started to tip turns into this now, but have you know the systems off, you know, off-site, you know, yeah. VA world. So we got the we got the um, data, we got the lead generation, we got the inbound, then we got the consultants dealing with, with what comes in. Yeah. Um, that model is is so scalable. So your 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 um, your staff that you're going to pay the bit the bigger sums to are going to be those who are dealing with inbound leads. So you don't, yeah. you don't I, it's a whole 360 recruitment. I think it's such a bullshit term. I just it's crazy, but, it's, but the factory you know phrase you've used just yeah. um, amplifies. That's that's the way I th- this this business has to go. I think yeah. there's be so many businesses going out of business in the next few years because yeah. because of the old model. Um, okay, awesome. So we got the whole reevaluation of the business. So the data side of things. So now you've, you've created this factory approach. If I may, yeah. I might, I might, um, I might copyright that. Um, yeah, sure. It's taken the um, ideas from the other ninety directors plus. We got the um, developing the metrics. Love that the predictability. So that's exactly mm. where we want to be. So we can predict the next 30, 90 days, and then actually reevaluation of the business, cutting, cutting the fat back. Um, right then. So let's do this just very quickly. So um, one of our members said, and I mentioned to you um, previously. Kate said, before she saw me, you said she thought I was a second-hand car salesman. That's what, yeah. that's what I looked like. Um, before you joined us, what was um, going through your head in terms of, uh, you know, th- this sounds like bullshit, it's, it's too good to be true, or this stuff doesn't exist. What was sort of going through your mind when this, because I know you sent us an email, but what was going through your mind, and what, what will someone else watching this now think in their head to stop them thinking, yeah, does this stuff really work? Well, I think, as I mentioned to you off air, I, I, I have sold cars in a previous life, so that, that wouldn't be an insult to me. Uh, it was good schooling for me. Uh, but I think uh, you have to be open. You know, there's a lot of ego around in recruitment. I'm the best, I'm this, I'm that. I've got my own business, I know best. So you've just got to cut that crap out immediately and be open to things and be willing to try something because if you don't, if you stick just doing the same things you've always done, the results will always be the same. I know that's very cliche to say that, but it's, it's so true. And, and whatever we're doing this year, Andy, won't be good enough next year. That's the truth of Absol- it. You'll have absolutely. to evolve. Absolutely. Uh, so what, it's, it's I, su- I suppose rather than think, you know, hesitating to kind of make those, um, make that leap of faith, you know, you should never stop evaluating your business and, and, and trying to do something better. So, um, you know, do your research, look what's out there, you know, and, you know, give things a go. You know, it's the reality is in terms of the price you pay for it against what you can spend on, you know, job board advertising for a month. It's it's a no-brainer for me. It really is. And in, t- in terms of, um, the sort of, so, so you're, we're, so in, you know, in, the, in a circle, we've already got three sort of sets of individuals. We've got those who are doing the, you know, getting up to sort of start up, you know, sort of half a million and half a yeah. million up to sort of 1.5 and then there's those who are, you know, getting where, where you guys are sort of thing. 
but there's similar strategies, but there's always a different mm-hmm. um, integrated strategy for each business. Yeah. If, looking at, um, well, in fact, who do you think this would suit then? Who do you think, so watching this now, who do, who do you think this program would suit? Well, I, well, I think, Andy, even if you're an established business, a new desk is a new startup. You know, it's, you know you're going to go out there and engage with new clients. You're going to engage with new clients. And that's how that is delivered out there and how that then turns into money uh, is, is entirely on the system that you use and the type of person you put on that desk in terms of how they're going to represent your company. So even if you're an existing business and you're thinking, right, I'm going to go to a new niche, it's worth the value you can work that way if you're just starting out in recruitment to have the amount of content dropped on your lap i mean uh, you know the, the, just the linkedin stuff alone in terms of linking back to the va the, there's there's so much value in there you know that stuff takes years to build up those things and you know and if you do it yourself you're then having to go and test it yourself so you could be two or three years you know in a in a learning experience whether than rather than actually having that handed to you on a plate and being able to feedback whether it works or whether it doesn't work. So for me, it works on all ends, but the reality is to make any of this work is that the leadership, the consultant, the person engaging it has to be open. You have to drop you as a business owner out of it and just say, right, there's all these things here. Let's give it a go. Let's try these things and find what works for you. There is no definitive answer that's going to make you a million quid, two million quid. You've just got to take elements of it and apply it to your business in what suits you best awesome. you know, for, yeah, yeah that, that being open is key isn't it? I, I fully agree with you, you know, once um, we speak to someone it's not a case of more education there's so much out there you can, you can educate yourself on yeah. um, in terms of uh, your next steps then, how, what do you think is going to happen in the next year so you, you're always re-evaluating what's your next year look like for you well I mean we're going through uh, I'm, I'm going through a bit of a a difficult patch at the moment because I'm buying out the two other shareholders. So in the next couple of weeks, I will be sailing the, my own ship completely on my own. So I think we're going to continue the reprofiling, and the hope is that we'll get the temp and contract business nailed down. Yep. Uh, and in a position where the people who are running those desks for us are, in effect, going to be the next business leaders of Clarico. We're going to give them the opportunity to build their own sector, their own patch, bring their own teams in. Uh, and then that will allow me the time to go and then start as in new different different sectors, you know, knowing now that I've got, I know, you know, I've got these steps that I can go back to, to add in another sector to Clarico, another department that we deal with. And replicate, so, yeah. Yeah, growth, growth and growth. Awesome. So, um, so Jamie, listen, uh, for the guys who are going to be listening to this or w- watching this, if they... Um if they uh, feel the need to reach out to you, so and guys, listen to this. Please only reach out to Jamie for things that can help. Jamie, don't reach out yeah. to say where'd you get your shirt from. Or, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but uh, if they want to uh, get in contact, with you, what's the best way, Jamie? Sure, obviously they can, they can contact me by the Facebook page. I've not been that active the last few months because I've been so busy. But I, I, I can, you know, I'm free. They can, they can check me out on LinkedIn. I'm there, and and I will help. I, I think so far, I think. I remember one of the threads on Facebook. I think there was someone else who's joining who was more from a temp contract, and he, he was kind of having this kind of thoughts about, oh, you know, will this work for me because I'm in temp and contract? The reality is, as I say, be open, look at what this is doing, and apply it to your business. There is also a way that the methodology using perm recruitment, you can just apply that to temp recruitment. It's the same. It's just people to people. You exactly. Know, I can do that. You know, it doesn't make no difference. Awesome. Well, Jamie, listen. Um, Thanks for taking the time to do that. Really appreciate no you doing that. And um, I'll see you inside the group. Certainly will. Cheers, Cheers Jamie. Bye-bye.
discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.